Act Two, Scene Three, Four of Faust, Part Two, by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, translated by Bayard Taylor. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene Three, Four. Rocky coves of the Aegean Sea. The moon delaying in the zenith. Sirens couched upon the cliffs around, fluting and singing. Though erewhile by spells nocturnal, thee Thessalian hags infernal downward drew with guilt intended. Look from where thine arch is bended on the multitudinous splendid twinkles of the billowy ocean. Shine upon the throngs in motion o'er the waters wild and free. To thy service vowed are we, fairest Luna, gracious be. Nereids and Tritons as wonders of the sea. Call with clearer, louder singing, through, through the sea's broad bosom ringing. Call the tenants of the deep, when the storm swept unimpeded. We to stillest depths receded, forth at sound of zombie leap. See, delighted and delated, we ourselves have decorated. With our golden crowns have crowned us, with, with our spangled girdles bound us, chains and jewels hung around us. All our spoils which you pervade, treasures, here in shipwrecks followed, you have learned, and we have followed, you, the demons of our bay. In the crystal delicious, smoothly sport with happy fishes, pliant lives that nothing mar. Yet, ye festive crowds that gather, we today would witness rather that ye more than fishes are. We, before we hither wandered, thoroughly the question pondered. Sisters, brothers, speed afar. Briefers travel, light endurance, yield the validest assurance that we more than fishes are. They depart. Ah, they have left the place, steering away to Samothrace vanished with favoring wind what is their purpose there in the dreary domain of the lofty kabiri gods are they but the strangest crew ever begetting themselves anew and unto their own being blind in thy meridian stay luna graciously delay that the night still embrace us and the day not chase us thales on the shore to homunculus I fain would lead thee unto Nereus old, not distant are we from his cavern cold, but stubbornness is his delight, the peevish and repulsive white. Howe'er the human race has tried, the grumblers never satisfied. Yet he the future hath unsealed, and men thereto their reverence yield, and give him honour in his station. Many his benefits have tasted. Then let us try without more hesitation. My glass and flame will not at once be wasted. Are human voices those that reach mine ear? At once my wrath is kindled, keen and clear. Aspiring forms that high as gods would ramble, yet ever damp their own selves to resemble. In ancient years could I divinely rest, yet was impelled to benefit the best. And when, at last, I saw my deeds completed, it fully seemed as were the work defeated. 
and yet we trust thee greybeard of the sea thou art the wise one drive us not from thee behold this flame in man's similitude it yields itself unto thy counsel good what counsel when did ever man esteem it wise words in hard ears are but lifeless lore oft as the act may smite them when they scheme it the people are as self-willed as before how warned i paris in paternal trust before a foreign woman woke his lust upon the grecian strand he stood so bold i saw in spirit and to him foretold the smoky winds the overwhelming woe beams all ablaze murder and death below troy's judgment day held fast in lofty rhyme a terror through a thousand years of time my words seemed sport unto the reckless one his lust he followed fallen was ilion a giant carcass stiff and hacked with steel to pindus's eagles twas a welcome meal ulysses too did i not presage the wiles of circe and the cyclops rage his paltering mind his crews in constant strain and what not all and did it bring him gain till him though late the favoring billow bore a much-tossed wanderer to the friendly shore such conduct truly gives the wise man pain and yet the good man once will try again an ounce of gratitude his help repaying tons of ingratitude he sees outweighing and nothing trifling now we beg of thee the boy here wishes to be born and be let not my rarest mood be spoiled i pray far of a business waits for me to-day i've hither bidden by the wave and breeze the graces of the sea the dorides olympus bears not nor your lucent arch such lovely forms in such a lightsome march they fling themselves in wild and wanton dalliance from the sea dragons upon neptune's stallions blent with the element so freely brightly that even the foam appears to lift them lightly in venus's chariot shell with hues of mom comes galatea now the fairest born who since that cyprus turned from us her face in phasos reigns as goddess in her place thus she our loveliest long since come to her own as heiress temple town and chariot throne away the father's hour of rapture clips hate from the heart and harshness from the lips away to proteus ask that wondrous man of beings and of transformations plan he retires towards the sea we by this step gain nothing 
one may meet proteus and straight he melts dissolving fleet though he remains he only says that which confuses and astonishes however of such counsel thou hast need so at a venture let us thither speed they depart sirens on the rocks above what, what is, is it that far advancing, advancing glides over the billows dancing as, as when the winds are shifted shines snowy sails uplifted so shine they o'er the waters transfigured ocean daughters will clamber down and near them behold their forms and hear them what in our hands we bear you much comfort shall prepare you Kilon's buckler giant shines with its forms defiant. They are gods that we are bringing. High songs must you be singing. Small to the sight, great in their might, saviors of the stranded, ancient gods and bandit. We bring you the Kabiri, to festivals calm and cheery, for Bandit's fate extendeth. Neptune the Riam befriended, unchainable. We yield to your claim. When a shipwreck came, irresistibly you protected the crew. Three have we brought hither. The fort refused us altogether. He was the right one, said he. They're only thinker ready. One god, the other god, smites with the scoffer's rod. Honor all grace they bring. Fear all evil they fling. Seven are they, really? Where then stay the other three? The truth we cannot gather, ask on Olympus rather. There pines the eight forgotten, by no one ever thought on, in grace to us entreated, but not yet all completed. These incomparable, unchainable, are always further yearning, with desire and hunger burning for the unattainable. These are our ways, the gods' ways, sun, moon, or other ways we worship, for it pays. Highest glory for us behold, leading these festals cheery. The heroes of the ancient time fail of their glory prime, wherein however it may unfold, though they have won the fleece of gold, ye the Kabiri, repeated as full chorus. Though they have won the fleece of gold, we, ye, the Kabiri. The Nereids and Tritons move past. These malformations, every one, had earthen pots for models. Against them now the wise men run and break their stubborn noddles. That is the thing one wishes just. The coin takes value from its rust. Proteus, unperceived. This pleases me, the old fable ranger. The more respectable, the stranger. Where art thou, Proteus? Proteus, speaking ventriloquially, now near, now at a distance. Here! I'm here! I pardon thee thine ancient jeer. Cheat not a friend with vain oration. Thou speakest, I know, from a delusive station. Proteus, as if at a distance. Farewell. Thales, softly to Homunculus. He is quite near, shine brilliantly. For curious as a fish is he, and in whatever form he hide, a flame will make him hither glide. At once a flood of light I'll fling, yet softly lest the glass should spring. Proteus, in the form of a giant tortoise. 
what shines so fair so graciously thales covering homunculus good if thou wishest canst thou nearer see be not annoyed to take a little trouble and show thyself on a man's foundation double what we disclose to whomsoever would see it with our will only by our favour be it proteus in a noble form still world-wise pranks thou failest to forget to change thy form remains thy pleasure yet he uncovers homunculus proteus astonished a shining dwarf the like i ne'er did see he asks thy counsel he desires to be he is as i myself have heard him say the thing's a marvel only born half-way he has no lack of qualities ideal but far too much of palpable and real till now the glass alone has given him weight and he would fain be soon incorporate thou art a genuine virgin son finished ere thou shouldst be begun thales whispering viewed from another side the thing seems critical he is methinks hermaphroditical then all the sooner twill succeed let him but start twill be arranged with speed no need to ponder here his origin on the broad ocean's breast must thou begin one starts there first within a narrow pale and finds destroying lower forms enjoyment little by little then one climbs the scale and fits himself for loftier employment here breathes and blows a tender air and i delight in the fragrance rare yea verily my loveliest stripling and farther on far more enjoyable around yon narrow spit the waves are rippling the halo bright and undestroyable there to the host we'll nearer be now floating hither o'er the sea come with me there i'll go along a spirit purpose triply strong End of Act 2, Scene 3-4